0: Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go, as we love, laugh, and let it go together. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode. It has been a hot minute since we talked. Uh, Some of that because I just didn't really have anything to, you know, share with you that was what I thought quality uh, and then last week, I fully intended on putting out a podcast episode, but if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I had a little flood in my apartment. Uh, my neighbor either overfilled the washing machine or the hose came undone. i It's still unclear to me exactly what happened, but on St. Patrick's Day at like 11 o'clock at night, I was laying in bed. I was trying to go to sleep. I was not out because I was doing a photo shoot. Uh, for some friends the next morning on the beach. So I wanted to be well rested. Uh, and I heard water, a lot of water. And I was like, I didn't think it was supposed to rain. Uh, it wasn't raining. It Well, it was in my apartment, uh, the laundry room. There was like a flood coming down the window. There was water dripping down in my kitchen. There was water dripping down in my dining room and in my bathroom. Uh, so anyway, all I'm about to say, Last week, I couldn't really record a podcast episode because I had to leave the fans and the dehumidifier going 24-7 to dry out the ceiling so I didn't get like mold or pests or anything gross. Um, and so even with the door shut in my apartment, it was still pretty loud, and um, I wasn't going to make you listen to that because it was driving me insane. And to be completely honest, I couldn't even really hear my thoughts. So... Uh, that's why there was no episode last week, but the other, I think, two weeks, um, I just had a lot going on and I didn't have anything all that great to bring to you. So, um, that's where we're at. Uh, but this week I'm super excited because, uh, I had a conversation last week in therapy and I wanted to share that with you, uh, just kind of the overview, um, of what we talked about. Uh, I'm sure we'll dive further into it, like personally in therapy, my next session, because it kind of came out towards the end. Uh, But before we get there, uh, I'll catch you up on the last, like, I don't know, three weeks. So uh, I've had a lot of friend time. Um, So fun fact about me, I do not keep like a planner and I do not enter dates into my phone. Uh, I keep a like whiteboard calendar on my fridge Uh, And that's how I stay organized. And it's been a great system for a really long time. Except um, last week when the guy was coming over to start repairing my ceiling. He rubbed right against it and wiped out my entire month. Fortunately, I actually kind of have a good memory for the most part. uh, So I could mostly recreate it. But I don't really remember what happened the last three weeks. Um, I I just know there was a lot of friend time. And... Um, I ran a 10K, and I celebrated a lot of my friends' birthdays, which was really fun. And I went paddleboarding, which I haven't done since August, which is crazy because it's one of my favorite things to do. And my parents came to visit, and so that was really great. Um, Oh, I have stuff on my walls now. So um, another fun fact about me is I have commitment issues when it comes to putting stuff on my walls, Um, I'm just, I have this like paralyzing fear, I guess, that I'm going to get something and then it's not going to be my vibe or I'm going to hate it, Uh, which I'm fully aware that I could just get something different. Uh, But then I'm like, oh, but there'd be a hole and the hole might not be in the right spot. And so I just have this like crippling anxiety about it. It's very weird because I, I don't know, I I can't explain it really. Uh, (laughs) But I have stuff on my wall now. So, uh, my favorite find is I have these, like, happy pigs in my bathroom. So, it's a pig on a tube in the water and then a pig on a surfboard. And they're cute. And every time I'm in my bathroom now, I laugh. So, um, yeah, my mom was like, we're getting stuff on your wall. I'm like, yeah, we should do that. I've lived here long enough. Um, And saw my cousins. And, yeah, it's just been, like, a lot of friend time. I have, like, last night I walked my dog with my friend Lauren. Tonight I walked my dog with my friend Kellyanne. Tomorrow I have dinner with friend. Thursday I have dinner with friends. I probably have dinner with friends on Friday. Um, it's been crazy and I love it because I hate being bored. So anyway, that's kind of been the last month. Um, and yeah, so with that, let's talk about what I talked about in therapy last week because I think it's really relevant and really something that you and I may or may not ever be aware of like consciously until we really start talking about it because I have opened up a little bit uh, to some people since I've had this kind of epiphany. Um, It's something I've been aware of. I even may have mentioned it in previous episodes, but we got talking in therapy on Wednesday of last week uh, about, you know, who I am as a person and the growth That I have made, and that led to a conversation about feeling like I have different versions of myself. And in this particular case, we were talking about me going back to visit Maine this summer and why the thought of going back home isn't that exciting to me. And don't get me wrong, I love Maine. I love my people in Maine. But a lot has changed since I moved a year and a half ago. And I feel like there's a different version of me in Florida than there is in Maine. And so we dug a little deeper into that. And it's so bizarre to me that there are two different versions of me. The Maine version of me, and then the Florida version of me. And the reason this all came to be is most of my people in Maine do not know my life in Florida. Like they know the pieces that I share and the pieces that I share on the podcast and like what we talk, but they don't know my friends. They don't know where I live. They don't know the spots I frequent. Like they've never been to those places. And over the past year and a half, these people and these places have become super, super important to me. And I the important people to me in Maine have no idea about any of this and that to me is mind-blowing but then to that token the people in Florida who I've become really close with who I see on a regular basis don't know like the version of me up in Maine like they don't know my past I mean they know my past I've talked about it a little bit but they don't know that version of me. They don't know my favorite people back home. They don't know my favorite spots back home. Like when I talk about going back to Maine and I mention places, they don't know what I'm talking about. And again, that's mind blowing to me because I have so many important people. I'm very blessed that way in my life and there's no crossover. And so going back seems really weird because... I feel like I left a previous version of myself back in Maine. And hopefully, this is all making sense because in my head, it doesn't even fully make sense, but it does. And maybe even if you haven't moved before, you might be able to relate to this to a degree of like two different versions of yourself like your version of yourself at work versus your version of yourself when you are off the clock in like play mode or who you are when you're at home versus who you are in public. And you know, there's so many different ways that we present ourselves in different situations. Um so like I said, maybe even if you haven't moved and like literally have like two different sets of friends, two different sets of places that you frequent, two different sets of like favorite places where you find peace, like there's just different things. Like maybe your work people don't know your play people and all of that. Okay, anyway, I think that makes sense. But then I started really diving down deeper. And what's really interesting is like, okay, I'm like, okay, yeah, there's two different versions of me, like main version of me and the Florida version of me. But really, there are so many different versions. And what I mean by that is, you know, you have the version of yourself and how you perceive yourself. So in my case, I have like the way I perceive myself in Maine versus the way I perceive myself in Florida. So I have two different versions of myself in my head. But then, so there's the version of how I perceive myself and then the version of how others perceive me. This is where it gets a little funky because, of course, we've now differentiated between my Maine people and my Florida people. But literally... Every single person that you or I encounter will experience you or I in a different way because they're making judgments, they're experiencing you through the lens of their own experiences. And so really, there is a different version of you and a different version of me being experienced by literally everybody that we encounter, including strangers. And that is even more wild. Because the reason I, to go back, why I was talking about why I wasn't really excited to go back to Maine is because I like the version of myself way better down here than the version of myself in Maine. And I'm gonna share with you a little bit as to why Because I think it will all help connect that perception piece. So I think a common buzzword these days is like living authentically. Like are you living to your authentic and true self? And when I was in Maine, I do not feel like I was living authentically me. I was living to people please. I was doing what I believed was expected of me. I wasn't taking up as much space as I may have wanted to and kind of just staying with that status quo of, you know, the timelines and what I just really felt like I needed to be doing based on these timelines that really made no sense. I wasn't getting vulnerable with people. I was just living life like, oh, everything's fine. I didn't really feel like I fit in because I knew I felt like I wanted more, but I wasn't able to express that. And I just feel felt like I needed to stay compliant. I wasn't pushing boundaries. And I always felt like I was searching for something, but I was never finding what that was. And so not until I got divorced. And that has, honestly, this has nothing to do with my divorce, but that was kind of what catapulted me into this self-discovery journey. So not until I got divorced and made the decision to move, did I really feel like I was starting to discover who I truly was. And so obviously I made the decision to move to Florida uh, if you've listened to previous episodes, you you know that that move did not go uh, quite as I had hoped it would in my head. Um, the first, really, year that I was here was quite traumatizing. Um, and there were a lot of things that happened that forced me to face a lot of uncomfortable feelings. And really forced me to get vulnerable with people that I had really just kind of met uh for my own truly well-being. Um and so if like I said if you've listened to those episodes where I go deep into that um I wouldn't wish the experience that I had the first like 8 months to a year that I was here on anybody, but in some regard I'm super grateful that the things that happened did because it forced me to get uncomfortable with myself and forced me to look inward and really dig deep into why I was avoiding certain things and why I was finding myself in situations that were not serving me and not bringing me happiness. And so all of that to say, in the past year and a half that I have lived here, I have learned more about myself than I have probably ever learned about myself. And it's the first time I've ever lived by myself. I got my own place the middle of July. Um, I've never lived alone. I have always lived with a partner or with a roommate or with family. And so that was a different experience. Um, I did Literally had to make all my friends organically from scratch. Uh, There's not a single person that I met down here that I knew before I moved down here. Everybody who I socialize with, I have met either online or at a function or through somebody that I met down here. And so I haven't had this idea in my head of how I'm supposed to act Right, Because nobody down here knows me until they meet me. And so I developed this attitude of, I can just be me. And if you like me, great. And if you don't like me, then also that's fine. And that has been the most freeing experience that I could ever hope for. Because now I'll just, I'll say stuff. And I'm like, oh oh, that was too much, like, mm, sorry, like, that's how I am, that's who I am, or, oh, I want to do this thing, oh, you don't want to do it, okay, like, that's fine, and honestly, that may have been the case all along in Maine, like, I could have shown up that way, and I could have been my true authentic self, and that may have been welcome with open arms, but the perception that I had of myself, and the perception I had Of other people and what their perception of me was didn't allow for me to do that. And so when I removed myself and literally moved 1,400 miles away to a place where nobody knew me, I could just freely be me and didn't have to worry about like, oh, well, what's this person going to think of me? And then not only what is this person going to think of me, but what are they going to tell this other mutual person that we know about how they experienced me? And it was just causing me a lot of stress and anxiety. And what I'm trying to tell you through all of this is, one, other people's opinions of you really truly shouldn't matter. And two, when you can live to be your most authentic free self, a lot of the stress and anxiety that you may be feeling is released. When I was therapy on Wednesday my therapist always asked me like how are you doing and I was like truly I'm doing great I'm not just saying that that's not a facade I actually feel very free I feel very light and that's all because I just feel like I can be me and I don't have to put on a show for other people and I always felt like I had to put on a show And if this is something that you can relate to, what I'm here to tell you is I don't believe that you have to put on a show. The relationships I have down here are some of, honestly, what I'm perceiving to be the strongest relationships I've ever had in my life. And I'm showing up as myself. I'm not showing up as who I think this person needs me to be. And that has been the most freeing experience and has really led me to this place where I don't feel stress and I don't feel anxiety. And that's not a knock to anybody in my past because I wasn't giving people the opportunity to get to know who I truly am because I felt like I had to show up as a certain person in certain circumstances. And if this is something that you relate to, I want to offer you some reassurance in that since I showed, or since I've started showing up as my true, authentic, genuine self, I have quickly developed some of the most genuine friendships that I've ever had. And I have, in every aspect of my life, I feel healthier. I feel lighter. I am excited most days. Um, I mean, we all have days where we wake up and we're like, what the hell? Um, But I'm genuinely excited. And I'll text my friends random things. And I'm like, oh, okay. Or I'll just like be silly. And it's funny. And we're laughing. And I just don't stress about what people's perception of me is anymore. And I think some of that honestly does come with age. Um, I've talked to people and they're like, yeah, like once I got in my 30s, I stopped caring so much. And so I do think that that's part of it. Um, You spend your 20s like trying to figure out who you are and then you get to your 30s and you realize kind of who you are and you can develop that from there. Um, Also, we're humans and we are constantly evolving. Uh, But the version of you that you think you need to be is probably not the version of you that the world needs you to be. So I think that's why I have some hesitancy about wanting to go back to Maine this summer because I'm concerned that I'm going to take on those traits and personas that I had as, or I had developed, and then I'm going to come back and like kind of have this weird identity crisis again. Um and I'm also like okay, still worried to a degree of oh, how are these people going to perceive me? How are they going to relate to this new human? Like I sometimes feel like I am just a completely different person. Um at my core I'm the same, but the way I now present is just totally different and that's nerve-wracking for me so if this is something that you can relate to on any level whether it's you've made a big life move or you know you're acting one way at work and another way at home I mean obviously I get that like there is some professionalism that comes with the work environment so that's not what I'm talking about Uh, but, or if like there's a way you act at home versus in public and you're just like constantly putting on a show for people, I'm here to tell you that you don't need to continue to do that. And in fact, I would encourage you to start taking steps to stop doing that because once you start living true to yourself, I think you're going to find a lot more happiness and a lot more freedom. And you're going to realize the opinions of other people don't matter because everybody has a different opinion. Literally every single person. Like there might be commonalities in other people's opinions, but every single person has a different opinion of you. Every single person perceives you slightly differently. And so at the end of the day, you just have to be able to look in the mirror and be really really freaking proud of who you are. And if you can do that, then honestly, like that is a superpower. I'm convinced. So I think that is what I'm going to leave you with today, that showing up as yourself is your superpower. Uh, But let me leave you with what I always leave you with. And that is, girl, I love you. I believe in you. And you are so worthy of living a life that you are ridiculously happy with. So live as your authentic self. Realize that you don't need to have multiple versions of yourself. And just show up as you are because that is your superpower. I love you so much. And I will probably talk to you next week. Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go as we love, laugh, and let it go together.